hey God, God's way is today. And Lord, I ask that you break open the bread of life for your people here today, Lord, because we want to be healed. And Lord, we want to be set free. We want to understand more. <clears throat> and we desire to obey you. And we thank and praise you, Father, and we give you all the honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen and praise God. And Holy Spirit, you are always welcome in this place. Hallelujah. No, God never lets us down. Never lets us down. We're going to talk about you still on schedule. God is working for you. Amen. He is working for you. Well, God wants everybody to know that. Well, how can I be on still on schedule and I messed up and I ain't been doing nothing and I've been angry and I've been off track because the seed is still in the ground producing. God watches over your seed just like he watches over your prayers. He watches over everything. So your seed is working. God is working for you. It's time for restoration. Amen. It's time for you to get everything you've been expecting. Notice I say expecting. If you're not expecting, you don't receive. you got to expect what God is. When you expect something, that means you believe it. Amen. Some people are, well, I don't want to expect nothing because I don't want to be hurt and let down. Well, that, that thing right there is what you need to root out because that's causing you to not receive. Amen. It's called doubt and unbelief. That's what that thing is because it speaks. Are y'all here? Hallelujah. The grace of God is working for us. It always does. Amen. It's God working things together for the good. People like to say that, but they don't really believe it. And so they think they can go out and just do anything, you know, be mad, be crazy, be disobedient, don't be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there, you know, and just do whatever and fluff it off. And God, oh, God going to work it together for your good. Well, he is because he's going to teach you some things. You got to learn some stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. So anywho, it's working. The word always works. Amen. So if God is working things together for our good, he's working the word. Amen. Amen. If it's works, and I just want everybody to kind of pay attention because this grabbed me this morning <clears throat> and last night. If works is works, then it can't be grace. So that's what we're going to talk about. Amen. Because I think that has a, a big uh, bearing on what we think. And I think it gets us confused. And I'm going to just fess up because it used to keep me confused for years. Because that religion. When I was in a traditional church... I didn't understand what grace was, and I didn't understand what works was. I didn't understand when I was in works, when I was, you know, under grace. You're under grace all the time. Amen. Hallelujah. But <clears throat> let's just keep going. So if it is works, it's work. Then it can't be grace. And if it's grace, it's grace, and it can't be works of the flesh. Amen. Works of the flesh. Now, Abraham was justified by faith. One works was faith. Amen. And this is what justifies us. Hallelujah. 
when God is working for you, there are no works of the flesh, but just faith in God that he will do it and bring it to pass. There's no works of the flesh when God is working for you. He don't work off works of the, your flesh. He works off your faith. Faith is like a seed. And when he see you plant that faith in the ground, he's just like he can ride that thing like it's a cloud. And he ride it, you know, right into your future and give you exactly what you, you want. But when it's your flesh working, God said, oh, boy, there it is again. I can't work with that. And so God works by our faith. This is what justified, and, and this is why Abraham, was it was accounted to him as righteousness, because he was justified by his faith, not his works. Amen? It was justified by his faith, not his works. And righteousness was imparted or imputed to him. Amen? So, no works of the flesh can please God but the but your your faith through righteousness righteousness causes your faith causes you to be wait a minute your right faith your faith causes righteousness to be imputed to you that's how that's how Abraham did it amen hallelujah I don't want to get off into something else. I'm going to stay where I'm supposed to be because I believe God is going to clear some stuff up for us. Amen. So when, so this means when you're in faith, that means God is working for you. He hasn't left you. Amen. So if we have something imputed to us, it's imparted. It's without works. I always wonder why he did that to Abraham. Because he didn't want his works involved. See, because when you have pure faith, God said, here, righteousness, here, righteousness. It's imputed or, or it's imparted. God puts it, it's, it's imparted on the inside of you. And then you walk in that. And you don't have to be getting up trying, I'm going to do this, you know, 10 Hail Mary, you know, that kind of. Or did I pray enough? Did I, you know what I'm saying? Did I do this enough? Oh, well, I said something smart to somebody. Well, just quit and repent. Go apologize and stop doing it. And so when you stay clean and you ride that surf of imputed righteousness, you can't do nothing but expect a miracle. <laughs> It is done. But see, we get caught up in works because the devil condemns us for what we do wrong. Amen? And we don't really know how this thing works. All we're going by is how bad we feel. Then we get mad, don't want to come out of it. And then you just opposing God and the things of God. And then you go so far over there, you don't think there's a way back. But the devil's a liar. God imputed to us righteousness because of obedience. Amen. And that works. Amen. So if we have something imputed to us, it's without works. So Abraham believed God. In other words, that was a faith action. It was faith action. He believed God. When you believe something, that's your faith in action. Amen. 
So he was declared righteous by God. And this is the grace of God. He's been declared. So there's nothing owed to you. Are y'all here? So you can't be righteous by working. This is why God don't like works. When you doing something by works, he owes you something. Something's owed. When you go to work in the natural, don't you get a paycheck at the end of the week? So when you are into works, you're expecting God to pay you. I'd have been there and y'all have too. Some of you are still there. Because it's like this. I did this, this, and this, and this. And the pastor didn't even appreciate it. He ain't say nothing to me. Because that's works. You didn't do it from your heart. I servants. See, that's how I servants carry their, that's how they are. I servants won't pay for what they do. That's why they don't do it when ain't nobody looking. <laughs> they do it, they do it when the pastor is there. Because they want, they want the pastor to think more highly of them. That's called I service, and that's works. And it's also called you got religious spirit. Amen. But when you are doing things by faith, you know God sees everything you do. And you're doing it from your heart. And if people can't appreciate it, that's their problem. God will speak to them. Amen. I'm telling you, God is working for us. He lets nothing go unnoticed. That you, If you're doing it from your heart, he lets nothing go unnoticed. Nothing. Why? Because he likes justice and he loves us. And so he lets nothing go unnoticed. Amen. And this is why he imputed or imparted righteousness to Abraham because he wanted Abraham to know he appreciated what he was doing by keeping his wife in check, keeping his house in check, following him wholly. Amen. As best he knew how. Hallelujah. If somebody tell you you're going to have a baby and you hit 50, you got to have some faith. And, if, and, and, um, and it's very possible. That's becoming the easiest thing nowadays. Ain't no big deal. If, if Janet Jackson can have a baby at 50, come on now. And she's living with a Muslim husband, come on now. It ain't impossible. It's highly likely. Amen? Highly likely. That ain't even a problem anymore. But your faith, God has, he will honor your faith. So whatever you believe, it's just like that covet, that, that couple that was in their 70s. They were, I think, of Indian descent. And they had a baby. She was, did anybody see that? She was 70. She was 70-something, yeah. And he was in his 70s, over 70. And, and somebody asked them, well, are, are you concerned that y'all won't be able to <laughs> take care of this baby because of your, your age? And they said, oh, no, wait. He cry and, you know, we just take care of him. Like it's just the normal, the most normal thing. Now, people don't never stop to think about grandparents take care of kids all the time when the kids ain't doing it. Like one, two, three. Amen. And so they said, no, we just take care of him. And they, he, he just brings joy to our lives. And God just don't, don't forget about you. He just don't. He does not forget. Amen. He don't care 
about all that small stuff. All he care about is your heart. I'm telling you. Our heart. Don't allow don't allow bitterness to get to your heart. Amen. Amen. When in other words, now let me tell you how not to do that. When you know that you feel a certain way, and just like every time you hear a certain person's name or sir, you check that. If you check it, it won't get in your heart. Check it. Amen. You know, well, you know, mm-mm. no, you, you repent and you say, God, I know. Would you please help me? Because this person has rubbed me the wrong way for the last time. And you know what he's going to tell you? Forgive them and love them. And you're going to tell God why they did this and this and this. And he says, 70 times 7, forgive them. And you keep working at it, it won't get in your heart. Amen. Because when stuff get in your heart, it's hard to get that stuff. It's, that's why it's called a hardened heart. And when it's hard, it hardens you. It just It's a bad thing. It ain't good for you. It ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. It's bad for you. That's why God don't want you to go there. Amen. Because I know how hard that stuff is to get off of you. And it ain't no picnic. And so you have to trust God and give that stuff to God. If you acknowledge it, you will stay the sweet person that you are. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, that didn't go over well, but I'm going to keep going. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. So there's nothing owed to you when you're walking by faith. All that's coming your way is more righteousness. But by trusting and believing God... For it, it comes to pass. Amen. By grace, we were saved. Let me, let me say that again. So Abraham believed God, and this was his faith in action. So he was declared righteous by God, and this is the grace of God. So there's nothing owed to you. So you can't be righteous by working for it. But by trusting and believing God, it comes to pass. So trusting and believing God is your act of faith. In fact, trusting and believing God is your works of your faith. Because faith without works is dead. See, this is what gets people messed up. I know because it got me messed up. How is God saying, the Bible is telling us faith Without works, is dead, but then works will get you nowhere. What's that about? It's because faith has a corresponding action. It always, see, something follows your faith. Well, what can my, what follows my faith? Trusting and believing. When you want to worry, you repent. You go back to trusting and believing. When you get nervous, you repent and go trusting. And See, your trusting and believing is an action. And it's an action of, of it's your works. It's, it's works. But it's your works that faith brings. Are y'all here? See, see, your faith, and I think this is going to help a lot of people because it helped me. Your faith, the result of your faith should lead to an action. Now, 
my faith, I was in faith. I knew what faith was, but it stood still for many years. Y'all hear me? There was no action to my faith because I was privately believing. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? I'm in faith. Leave me alone. But I wasn't confessing, and I had no action to my faith. So God let me go like that for many years because sometimes that's all you can do. God knows. But at some point, he put a demand on me to put some, to start to speak what I was believing. That's a, that's a corresponding action to your faith. In other words, if you ain't talking about it, you ain't really in faith. You're just playing games. But God will allow it for some years because he knows you're doing the best you can to not go strangle somebody. Or, you know. Or, you know. Do something to somebody's tires. All that stuff that I did. Because... That was my actions to my faith. <laughs> it was the wrong action. So God will allow you to do some dumb stuff until you settle down and desire his results, his way. Amen. Because we all think we can do it a different way. Amen. I don't want to get off. I'm off. So when you have this other kind, so your faith will cause you or it, your faith carries works, action. Amen. When you are just doing works, there's no faith. Now, let me explain that. If I pray more. Mm-hmm. And I ain't talking about with your prayer partner, because if you don't pray with your prayer, prayer partner, you're going nowhere. So don't get this confused. But I'm talking about praying more on your time because, see, then you diso- you into disobedience. So I have to let you know that. I, I'm a preacher. I ain't going to okay that. So anyway, when you, are, when you are not praying enough, not declaring enough, when you are angry on the inside because you're frustrated and tired, then you want to, when you get there, you're out of faith. Your faith, I, I'm not going to tell you you're out of faith. Your faith is waning. So you start trying to find something that you can do that you didn't do. I didn't read my scriptures today, which will help you. But that ain't the, that ain't the problem. Amen. Part of the problem. Or I just call somebody and say good morning to them. You know, works. Oh, I led three people to the Lord today. Works. I got symptoms, but I'm going to, you know, lead somebody to salvation. Works. Well, can you come to the healing school? No, I got to go minister to somebody, and you sick. Works. See what I'm saying? Works is very sneaky, and it will try to get you confused with the works that rides on your faith. Now, when, you, when you're when you into the faith and the faith without works is dead, and really you need both, but not this, this works that's initiated out of your flesh. Are y'all here? You can't have this works that's initiated out of your mind. Well, I'm going to just go and get somebody saved. Can't do that. It don't work. Are y'all here? Y'all understand the difference? 
but you can be in faith, and in your faith will cause you to do this. Let me give you a good example. When Abraham, and I'm going to give you the scripture later, when he took Isaac up on that mountain and drew back that, that was, that was works riding on his faith. Because he said, if I have to, God will raise him up. That's faith. But I'm going, if God, God don't stop me, I'm going to have to see him in heaven or he's going to have to raise him up. See, there's a difference, but that that line is so fine. See, the devil been in heaven. He noticed stuff. He want to trick us. You got to be sharp. You got to be, and you know, come out of that bubble. Come out of there. So, because by grace, you were saved. You were saved because you believed that Jesus in your heart, that Jesus is the Son of God. He died for my sins, and I want to live for him and be with him. And that's faith, and you accept, you accept salvation. That's the same. And see, the, the accepting salvation is the works of your faith to receive that Jesus died for your sins. See, there's works. There's a works that go with faith. But there is a works that come out of your carnal mind that you think you have to do to convince God that you are worthy of being blessed when the blessing came through Abraham. And you are heir, just receive it. Are y'all here? Amen. And so it gets real tricky. Let's go to Romans 4, 4. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can't be righteous by working for it, but by trusting and believing God, righteousness comes as imputed. Do y'all see the difference? Man. What about y'all in the back? Do y'all see the difference? Okay. Amen. Romans 4 4. Okay, and it says, now to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace, but a debt. Amen. Now, why is this? Because it's because the works is outside of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's outside of God. In other words, God said, I ain't up in that. That works. Now to him who works. The, wa- the wages are not counted as grace, but as a debt. Amen. Uh, let's see, how far am I going with this? So this means God is in debt to us. When he's the master, he's the king, we're the clay, he's the creator, but he in debt to us. How does that sound? That's so backwards. Amen. But in other words, you are really trying to trade places with God. Amen. Because he owe you because you did this or you did that. or you did. I obey. Some people <laughs> say, I obey God. What you going to do? But that's something you're supposed to. That's a standard. Amen. Hallelujah. Now to him that works. The wages are not counted as grace, but as a debt. 
Amen. I think I looked in that in the Oh, that, that's number five. Let's go there. But to him who works, uh, but to him who does not work, but believes, now listen to this, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted as righteousness. Y'all got that? Makes a big difference, don't it? Okay. So let me see, can we keep moving? So this means that God is in debt to you and something is owed to you when you do something for God. Let's go to verse uh, 6. Just just as David also describes the blessedness of the man to whom God imputes righteousness, or that word imputes means imparts, righteousness apart from works or without works so your works your works of the flesh don't even come into the arena with faith amen faith would faith would knock that out you'd have a knockout a tko if you would just get rid of the works that works mentality i think we think that more than we do it because some of the stuff, stuff that our minds t- tell us to do is so hard, we say, I don't feel like doing that. I've been there. I ain't doing that. I'm too tired. You know. But still, our minds are so caught up in tit for tat. You do this, got to do that. You do this, got to do that. You do that. Honey, the Holy Spirit told him to draw that sword over his son. Nobody told him that, but that wasn't the devil. That was. Don't do it. Because his heart, God knew in his heart, he said, if I do this, you're going to raise him up. And God says, your faith has made you whole. You don't have to do it. I know you're for me. You know, you, you, you all, you ride or die. Y'all got that? trying to think of these all these words so that's the difference amen god don't owe you nothing when you're in obedience amen but he he will impute to you righteousness he'll account it to you as righteousness when you obey him but you don't get a paycheck so many people want a paycheck and I did this. You know, if you've ever been a supervisor, been left in charge, people start doing stuff on your job, and they say, see what I did? It's like, get out of here. Do it all the time. Because that's your job, because you get a paycheck. You know, nowadays I notice even with customer service, people don't want to do their job and don't know what the company is about, don't know what the company sells, don't know the product. They'll tell you anything on the phone. They just want you to hang up. But that's their job. But they don't do it. Amen. Because they don't have faith in the company. And there's no works by faith. There's just works when the supervisor walks past. Oh, sure, we can do that. It's two, it's, it's two different things. Works through faith is coming from your heart. Works when somebody is watching or because you want something or you think God going to be nicer to you or do something to for you because you're doing some works that's coming from your flesh y'all 
Y'all got that? It's just, you see, we get caught up in it. We, we do. And so I think God really wants us to know, look, calm down and chill. I'm with you. I'm working for you. <laughs> God is working for us because he loves us. If we can ever get on solid plane or solid ground, because we all have the right foundation, but if we could ever just stop working towards what we want and trust and receive from God by faith what he's already given us, we're working for what he's already given us. It's like he's giving you a blank ticket or a blank check. Just fill it have faith to fill it out. And quit working towards what you want. Now, I'm not talking about obedience. See, people will see the devil will twist up your mind. If God has given us some type of standard to follow, follow it. That's not works. That's called obedience. Are y'all there? Okay. Let's go to, let's see if I hopefully have another scripture. Let's go to Romans 1, 4, 1. So let's back up and go to 4, 1. And we'll read 1 through one through 8. But I just want to say this. When righteousness is given or imputed, it's imparted to us by God, and we walk in righteousness and in faith. So in other words, when it's from God, you walk in it. You don't conjure it up as you go. Is that different? That make a difference? You walk in it. You walk in imputed righteousness and faith because there's that knowing. You know that you know that you know that God's going to do it. You sold out to God already. No, I don't see it. Yes, I'm getting opposition. Yeah, I'm tired. But I'm not giving in to those things. That's called the storms of life. Amen. And these these storms pass by. Just hang in there. Amen. (laughs) But it pleases God when we walk by faith and not by sight. And God puts us in right standing with him for the promise when we trust him. And allow his mercy and grace to work and just obey him. When we trust that instead of working for something, doing, I'm going to go do this and I'm going to go do that. I'm going to give to the poor. I'm going to do that. All those things you should be doing anyway. Amen. But when your brain starts telling you to do extra things because you didn't get what God promised yet, then you know that's flesh. Now, there are some things we need to do that we didn't do. But see, repentance will precede those actions. (laughs) It's like this. Father, I repent for not doing what I was supposed to do. I repent for not praying with my prayer partner. I repent for not praying for that lady at Walmart. I repent, you know, and then you do those things. So repentance will precede those things that you didn't do that God told you to do. You repent first. But works is just purely you doing it because you're trying to get somewhere with man or with God, and God don't play that. Now, men do. Men play with you like that. But if they're good men, they won't. 
they'll tell you, they say, no, that's not going to work. I appreciate it, but it's not going to work. Amen. So, no more doubt and unbelief. It's God working for us and us trusting and believing him, which is of faith, by grace, by faith through grace. So, when you do something and God motivates you to do it, it's, it's because of your faith. And God honors that stuff. And it, he, he imputes righteousness to you. He said, yep, checkmate. Yep, she did that check. My girl got check, check. You know, although he don't have a grading system like that. But I'm trying to get you to see that it pleases God. Now let's go to Romans 4 and let's go to first uh, sentence or whatever this is. And it says, what then shall I say that Abraham our father was found according to the flesh? Hmm. Uh, for if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. Amen. Hallelujah. In verse 3 says, for what does the scripture say? It says, Abraham believed God and it is accounted to him for righteousness. Amen. Amen. And it says in verse 4, again, it says, Now to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace, but as a debt. Those things that works, that works that's outside of God. In verse 5, it says, But to him who does not work, but believe on him who justifies the ungodly, justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. Amen. Did y'all get that? God justifies the ungodly. Amen. In other words, he'll justify you whether you've been doing right or wrong. It's according to your heart. Amen. Now, you can't keep doing wrong and expect God to justify you. He ain't justifying your action. Amen. He's justifying your faith. That's in your heart. Amen. So, in other words, if you believe on him, that justifies you. If you believe in but faith justifies. Now, verse 6, it says, Just as David also described the blessedness of the man to whom God imputes righteousness apart from works. Amen. So, he imputes righteousness to us when your works is of faith. Amen. Verse 7 says, Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and those sins are covered, and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. God will not impute sin to you when you repent. Just receive forgiveness. In other words, when you do wrong, and you repent, then you still try to do some works in there to convince God that you're sincere, forgetting that God knows the heart of every man. So walk free in that repentance, in that independence from your sin, that God knows your heart. 
better than we know it. And But see, people worry about that who are not sincere. And sometimes the devil is so doggone evil, he'll twist your mind up so bad you don't know whether you meant it or not. It's like, I don't know. Ever been there? I have. Amen. You have too. So grace is without works. It's without works. Works is flesh. He's without that. He, he's not in that. He is into the works that rise on your faith. In other words, faith, when you're in faith, it leads you to do some things. Y'all got that? When it's not coming from your faith, then it's works of the flesh. Because, see, there is works. Faith without works is dead. you got to show God some works. But when you are in the works of the flesh... That means faith ain't nowhere in it. You're, this works is not riding on your faith. This works is riding on the natural realm because you want something. Amen. Y'all got that? Hallelujah. Okay, so let's go to uh, Ephesians 2, verse 8. <sighs> Ephesians 2, 8. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going the wrong way. I'm still leafing. I know it's here. I just haven't put my... Okay. Ephesians 2, verse 8. Verse 8 and 9. Okay, and it says, For he who worked effectively, is that right? No, wait a minute. I didn't think that. 2 verse 8. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I'm in Galatians. I knew something wasn't right. Had it and lost it. Okay, 2 8. And y'all don't know because y'all ain't even looking. <laughs> okay. Let me read anything. All right. Uh, Ephesians 2, 8. And it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. So in other words, this book is telling us, look, you didn't save yourself. You don't have the power to save yourself. So your faith don't save you unless it comes through your grace. But God is the one that offers you that salvation. You didn't conjure this up with your faith. See, some people get on this. Yeah, it's, it's people who faith you to death, and it's not real faith. It's still coming from the flesh, and it's tricky. See how tricky the devil can be? I'm in faith. I'm in faith. I'm in faith. I'm in faith. And then when you the deal comes down, that faith is manufactured manufactured through your flesh. In other words, it's false faith, and it's not from God. Amen. There's no grace added to it at all, because 
this is what I'm thinking. God's yoke is easy. His burden is light. Any kind of faith that's costing you exhaustion or you got to work this thing to the letter, that's not how God's faith works. God's faith, his yoke is easy. His faith is just received. You receive it by, you receive his faith by faith. You receive it by the grace of God. And it, and it, you wear it like a clothing. And you don't take it off and you don't put it on because you don't see something. And if you get tired, which we all do, that's sin. Because the Bible says don't be weary while doing well. Because <laughs> when you hang in there, you receive the promise. Don't be weary while doing good. Don't be weary while doing well. So see, all this tight when you listen. This is how I learned this. And I knew this from the early beginning. And I still know when I start getting tired, I'm in the flesh. That's how I know. I said, okay, I'm in the flesh. I ain't going to tell you just like you ain't going to tell me. But when I know... I'm starting to get weary and tired. That's your cue. See, we govern this. This is a government. And when we govern our own bodies, we listen to it. We work with it by faith through righteousness. And we know that when our bodies start telling us we're tired or we start getting frustrated, you in the flesh. That ain't faith. You came out again. So just go, repent and go back in. It's not like death by firing squad that our minds tell us when we mess up. Y'all know what I'm saying? Amen. Plead the fifth or plead the blood. <laughs> Hallelujah. Where am I at? Two, eight, did I do nine? Okay. Not of works. Least anyone should boast. That's why God don't want your carnal works. Because you start bragging. When you catch yourself bragging, know that you're in carnal works. Sometimes people don't give you the right, um, what is that, when you do stuff at your job. and Yeah, acknowledgement, you know. Sometimes men don't. Because a lot of times you're being used, and sometimes God is telling them not to. Because he wants to make you somebody greater that you don't have to depend on what people say to do right or wrong. You just do it because it's right. Because your faith leads you to do it because it's right. Amen. And I ain't picking at nobody. This is just this is just what it's coming to. I don't know. I was gonna say God is working for you. That's what I was supposed to be preaching. And he is working for you, amen. He's working for us. Amen. But honey, I'm telling you, God loves us so much, he will show us what the problem is. And let me tell you something else. This is what I know for a fact that I have learned through messing up. The devil's always going to tell you it's this when it's that. He's good at it. Well, no, no, no. It ain't that. It's them boots with the heels that you was on. You see what I'm saying? 
he'll tell you the, the dumbest thing is the reason for your not receiving whatever it is that God said. He'll never tell you it ain't the season for that. He's going to point out something you didn't do. And this is what caused us to get into works. And we keep trying and keep trying. Instead of relaxing in God, we start worrying and trying to figure out what we did wrong, which is probably everything. But you don't try to figure it out. Just repent. God, I repent. <laughs> and I know I messed up somewhere. And I'm sorry, you do that if you do that enough, like Demp kept going to the altar till he was surely saved. When you feel it, amen. <laughs> when you start feeling it, you know God is with you and he received your repentance and that ain't it. Amen. But what it is is something on the inside of us, usually, and then sometimes it ain't nothing. It's just the devil. And he pulling one over on you because you unsure about who you are. Amen. And so God, but you know what? It's a good place to be sometimes because all you got to do is cry out to God and he, and he said, okay, I'll show you. He's going to show you what it is. Now, sometimes if you keep crying out to God, crying out to God, he don't show you nothing. It might not be nothing. And then, but God does not waste his time or yours, so sometimes he don't tell you things because you ain't ready. Because he says, she ain't going to change. I ain't going to tell her nothing. I used to ask God, well, you haven't said nothing to me in a long time, and I've been praying, and I've been doing all this stuff. He said, ain't nothing to say. I already said what I said. I'm all right. And he said, work on the last thing I said. Or go back to the place where you were last blessed. It's always something you can do without getting into works. Go to the last place you were blessed. Okay, well, where was I last blessed? Oh, yeah. Then I'm going to go right there. Live there. Dwell there for a, a while until he's, and he will speak to you. Amen. Some, God is teaching us all the time. It's always, we're always being taught. He never ever forgets us amen so does god show his limitless and immeasurable grace toward us how does he do that by blessing us he wants to bless us he wants to show us that i'm god and you're my creation but you made my image because i love you so much so i'm working with you i'm not working against you but it'll start feeling like god is against you but that's your carnal mind well, I did this and this. That was your flesh. That was works. And faith without that won't bring you much. Amen. And God wants so much to show us, and he is showing us, but we don't listen. We miss it. Amen. But it's God working for us and trust and us trusting him that when we trust him and believe him he's working for us he's working for us even when we don't those things that we pray for those seeds that we sown they lay dormant but god resurrects them he's still breathing life on dead seed in other words dead seed really don't die it lays dormant but it don't die 
and God breathes life. We can do that too. We can breathe life. Just like we can call those dry bones to be connected and breathe life to bones. If you can breathe life to dead bones, don't you know you can breathe life to a seed? Amen. But we should have no more doubt and unbelief because it's God working for us. And us trusting and believing him, which is our faith. Amen. Amen. Let's go to James 2. God wants to be kind to us. He wants to bless us, be kind to us, and show his love for us. Why? Because faith works by love. Amen. Faith works by love. Grace is the, is the good you get that's undeserved, that's received by faith. So it's two parts. Grace is good, amen, that you do. It's, it takes grace. You've got to receive grace to do the right thing. And you have to have faith. It's a two-parter. Amen. Mercy is something you receive by not earning it. Are y'all here? Thank God for mercy. See, there's, there's a mercy that's received, and it's available every day, every morning, but it's yours anyhow. I depend on that, too. Amen. You know why God has mercy for us? Because if we keep getting everything by faith, we'll start thinking that we got God, we know God so much, we help, we help him run in this kingdom. Because that's, that's how carnal, carnal, our carnal man is. See, your carnal man is wrapped up in you, you, and you. It don't want nothing but to have its way. It just does. And so when, when we, that's why if we keep getting everything by grace and mercy, we'll start thinking we're God. Although we're many gods, have you ever heard these uh, preachers preach, you're little many gods? See, mess your head up. People learn to, they learn to work their flesh. And then they think, oh, well, I'm a mini God. Eventually, you start trying to work that thing on people and become their God. People do it. Men do it all the time. It's in these big mega church. That's how they become mega. Working, working it. And there's a lot of flesh wrapped up in that too it's not mercy that's why god has mercy because we cannot uh earn it it's just there for us to receive and i thank god for it in other words you ever said stuff out your mouth and it didn't come to pass hello mercy did something and you know you received wrong for you received something back wrong and you didn't get it hello mercy amen so God gives us mercy because he loves us. He's not trying to prove anything because he loves us, but it also shows us that we're not in control and you're not God. We're not many gods. I don't look at my, I don't I don't think that's right teaching. We're created in his image. We're the image of God. 
But we're not many gods, because if we were, why don't we get things straightened out? We're not many gods. People use the wrong terminology to get your flesh whipped up. So you tap that basket on that, and that's sin. It's not right. You tap the basket out of obedience to God. You do what God tells you to do, because you want to see victory. Amen? And because you want to obey God. Hallelujah. So mercy is something that you receive by not earning it. But it's yours anyhow. Thank you, Jesus. We need to thank him every day. Why? Why do we have mercy? Because God is working for us. And this is one way that he shows us that he is working for us. Amen? So in James 2.20, oh, it says, but do you you want to know, O oh foolish, but you do you want to know, O oh foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Now, we were just told that we don't need to do the, 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 the works, that works is part of our carnal flesh. Let's see, what did that say over Romans 4, 1? It says, now to him that works, he wages... The wages are not counted as grace, but as a debt. But now we're being told in James 2.20. See where did I miss the place again? Oh, and it, it says, but do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? See, here we go again. But it's talking about a different kind of work. We already talked about that. Faith without works is dead, but faith has a corresponding action, which is works. Y'all don't go to sleep. <laughs> faith has a corresponding action, which is works. When he offered up Isaac, and that's a corresponding action. In other words, when you're in faith, your faith is going to lead you to do something. Amen. During offering, if you're in faith, it's going to lead you to give and give above what you get you you normally do because your faith is operating in your life and it has a corresponding action which is works. That makes sense, y'all. Okay, so let's go to verse twenty-one. Twenty-one, yeah. It says, um, "Was not Abraham our father justified by works?" When he offered Isaac, his son, on the altar, there it is. And then 22 says, do you see that faith has working, faith was working together with his works. And by works, faith was made perfect. So, here we go. Here we go. Faith works perfects your faith. Works perfects your faith. Amen. Because faith without works is dead. So when you have faith, that's wonderful. But when you you allow your faith to, to cause you or lead you into some action, then it's faith with your work, acting with your works. Did I mess you up? Okay. So your faith will cause you to do an action. Because faith without works is dead. But in verse 20, it, that's what it's saying. It says, do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? You know why he say foolish man? 
because it's us that get foolish into thinking that the works of the flesh is caused from our faith. And it ain't. But that's what most people think. And it's just not so. Amen. So did we do 22? Yeah. Do you see that faith was working together with his works? And that's, he's talking about Abraham when he lifted up that knife or whatever he had. Faith was working together with his works. And by works, faith was made perfect. In other words, when you allow your faith to cause you to do works, it perfects your faith. It perfects your faith. That's perfect faith. Amen. So remember this. Perfect faith, the faith that moved mountains, is the faith that caused you to do works. But the works alone, the works of the flesh, mm -mm. and how how do I know the difference? Usually when you're doing works, faith by works, it's to gain something. That's why God says you owed something. It's a paycheck. It's you, you want something back for what you're doing. That's carnal, and that's faith by your, that's car, what did I call it? That's faith by works. That's your carnal flesh. And so you're looking for something. God, and it ain't God. Amen. Faith creates work. Works create perfect faith. No, faith creates work because faith carries a work with it. And then work, um, let's see, work creates, works causes perfect faith. Work causes perfect faith when faith causes work. It's a difference. Y'all got that? I hope I didn't mess it up. Hallelujah. Okay, so let's go to verse 23. Let me see if I can clean that up for those of you I confused. In other words, faith created works. There's a works that faith creates. So faith created works and works created or carries right faith because they enhance one another. But it's only when you're in faith that you do works. But you need both. Works and faith. Or works by faith. That's what. That's how I keep it straight. Works by faith. Because it's easier for me to understand. Works by faith or works by the flesh. I take works by faith because that's the right one. Okay, verse 23. And it says, And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. So when you, let me read that, and the scripture was fulfilled, saying, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Why did it say? Because he believed God. So the easy thing to do is just believe God. Believe what he says, amen? You see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. So in other words, this is telling you in verse 24, you need them both. 23 and 24 saying you need them both. 
It says in 25, likewise, was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messages and sent them out another day, another way? When she hid the spies and sent them out another way. That was her faith working in her works. Because she was in faith with God. And, and her faith gave her the fearlessness to hide the spies and do a work for God. So there's a, a works that that comes by your faith that causes you to obey God and be fearless. Amen. And that's what she had. That's what Rahab had. It says in 26, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. And it says when the... It says, for when the body is is without the Holy Spirit, dead works. I'm going to say that again. For as the body without the Spirit is the Holy Spirit. Saved but not doing nothing. You got fire protection, but that's it. That's what it's saying. Amen. Works by faith, not just works by to show God you deserve to be blessed by, with the promise. That's, that's when it's carnal. That's the works of the flesh. So if works is works alone, it can't be grace or blessing from God. So that's how you know when you enter works, when it's works alone. When there ain't no faith involved, there's no God involved, there's no grace involved. It's just something you came up with a bright idea. Amen. Just trying to get y'all to understand the difference because I know the loopholes because I live it every day. And the, and, the, and this is how the devil is, is winning in our lives, causing us to think God has forgotten about us. He hasn't forgotten about us. It's impossible for him to forget about us. Amen. Hallelujah. God is working for us. He is totally all about us. We're the apple of his eye. Amen. He is all about us. Amen. Hallelujah. Works cannot be alone. So when you know it's carnality, it's an idea, and you're doing that, it don't come from faith. It comes from a bright idea. So you can't. Now, this is an, an example I wrote down when I was just, you know, meditating. You can't earn a healing. Just believe God and receive it by faith. Somebody told me that when they went to the hospital, they were getting people saved and, and ministering to everybody they saw. That's good. But you don't get healed like that. Don't work like I wish it did. Because many people is out there need saved. All you got to do is snatch well, somebody. But it doesn't work like that. Amen. But why? Because the Lord of the harvest has to do its work first. It has to prepare that person's heart. Don't pre- it doesn't prepare their, their actions. They can be deep in sin, but it prepares their hearts. And then here comes the, the, the reaper. Is it the reaper? Yeah. And here comes the reaper throwing out that word. Here comes salvation. But that person has to be ready. Their hearts have to be ready. God has to be in that. Not you, because you think if you do that, God's going to give you healing. It just doesn't work like that. 
But is he going to stop somebody's salvation? No, they receive God, and that's a good thing. But your faith, healing comes through the faith of God. It comes when you believe God wants you healed. That's number one. And you know God didn't put that on you to punish you for something dumb you did. See, it's all sorts of things. Most of the people that you minister to, then that lady with the cancer, and, and Sheree just went in there and told her, look. And she said, my pastor said this and said that. And you need to know that God wants you healed. Then that's what you said. And God did not put this sickness on you. Is that what you told her? Because that's what keeps people from being healed. She started crying because that's what she thought. But, but it melted her heart when she heard truth. And, and we see, you can't just go out and say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get six people saved. You know, I used to do that when I was mad at the devil. I said, I'm going to show you something. And see, he'll leave you alone when you do that. But when you're trying to get something from God, there's no way you can con. Is he happy? Yes. But sometimes some of those people, it's a temporary thing. It's not from the heart. The Lord of the harvest is in charge of that, and you just did his job. See how dirty the devil is. You can't X out the Holy Spirit. Because, see, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and God is one. It's a triune entity. I'm going to call it that. And they work together. And when we are in obedience and we get our hearts right and we get conditioned to doing the will of God and we know who we are, we work just like them. And you don't, you wait for the Lord of the harvest to allow you to be in the right place at the right time. Nine times out of ten, you ain't going to want to be there. But that's how it is. (laughs) It's like, go ye. Hey, you, go. And don't think about just go and do what you're supposed to do. Amen. So there's a, a lot of religion, and this is why we say religion killeth. That's religious thinking. A lot of religion goes into our thinking. Because we all of this, think about it like this. All of this is good works. Yeah. But you see how religion get in there and say, it's a good thing. Go get them saved. And then God will heal you. God, you're going to get healed by, and number, number one, you're already healed. So if you look at this in the right way, God has already done his perfect work. By Jesus' stripes, you were healed. So receive it by faith what's already done. So you see, that makes works more ridiculous. you working towards something that has already been provided. Amen. Hallelujah. So you're trying to do this and that. I'm going to go get somebody say, and that's good. I'm not knocking it. I need to do it more. But what I'm saying is you don't have to work for what's already been provided. By Jesus' stripes, you were while you're trying to get uh, healing. It's just like the lady that uh, we were praying for. Uh, what's his name? And I told her, I said, can you come to the healing school? I got to preach. And she could barely talk, remember? Couldn't talk. 
and her husband had to make her come. Because, see, her healing was based on her works. Amen. Don't y'all let me ever get that. Y'all better come and speak life to me. Or I'll shoot you when I get healed. (laughs) Please don't let me slip into that insanity. I'm serious. Because, see, when you get sick and them demons is on your back, you pretty much do or say anything. You don't know because you ain't been there. Man, but it's so clear to see that you can get turned around out of desperation. But see, what did the woman with the issue do out of desperation? She crawled to him. If I could just touch a string on his clothes, I know I will be healed. Because she was trying to get something into the, into the present realm that she knew was already provided for. She just had to get to touch something, be in his presence. That's what she was trying to do. She knew she didn't have to have him to to lay hands on her. She said, if I just touch a string, that's called faith. That's why a lot of, you know, Benny Hinn uh, conferences, when they uh, have the healing thing, and a lot of them worry because they don't get up on the stage and they get mad. Receive. It's in the atmosphere. You got there. Praise God. Receive. And that's why he said, touch. It's like. <laughs> so that's what the woman with the issue was trying to do. She was trying to touch. She wasn't mainly trying to touch him. She was trying to touch his atmosphere his anointing because when he walked by everything was anointed and she was trying to get in his presence and that's why he said lady your faith has made you whole because he responds to faith amen and this is why she got what she wanted and it's just like the commander of the army he says just send the word to my house i'm not worthy but i'm here for him and I know if you send the word, my servant shall be made whole. And he did. He sent his word and it healed him. Amen. Because his presence heals. Just his name, the very, his very name heals. So you see how carnality can't get it. It just won't get it. I wish it did. If it did, I would have had what I needed a long time ago. But it don't work. You have to do it things God's way, and he doesn't want to feel like he owe you anything, amen, because of some works that you did. And so we need to just do things the right way. Let's just trust him. You tried everything else, trust God, because nothing else works, amen. You cannot show God that you deserve something. He's given it to you anyway. You you receive it by faith what's already been given to you because of who you are. Not because you deserve it, because of who you are. You're an heir. I ain't got to work for nothing. I have to work for that. I'm an heir. Amen. When you have rich parents, you don't have to work for that. You're an heir. All you have to do is spend their money. Basically, that's true. Now, uh, Donald Trump's kids work, but they're working with what he, you know, 
there's seeds from what he has sown. He's carrying it on because he's doing something else. But they still were born into it. So it's good to know who you are. Amen. It's already been provided. I don't have to go and get a job because it's already been provided. Although a good parent will still make you get a part-time job anyway. That's so you don't lose yourself and know, you know, continue to know who you are. So by, G- G- <laughs> by Jesus' stripes, you are already healed. You don't have to earn a healing. You just receive uh, healing, and that's how people get so confused. Was I one of them? Yes, I was. I certainly was, and I'm so thankful that I am not anymore. You're sitting under the word. You're supposed to know that. Amen. So religion works. Religion, and that's works only. Amen. Works only, not believing and trusting. It's works only. It's tricky. You can't earn but but you can trust and believe, which is a faith. So anything that you do of faith, God responds to. And consider not your symptoms. See, sick people, didn't you tell her that? To forget the evil report and consider not what your body is feeling and what your body is telling you. Now, this is the thing that makes some people angry because it used to make me angry. Don't they know I'm feeling this? I'm sick. I don't feel good. <laughs> yeah. So so faith is not uh, ignoring what's real. We're not ignoring. We just ain't giving life to it. We're not exalting it. You don't exalt it and put it on a on a desk. Because you, you ever felt like if you didn't feel good? Okay. When you didn't feel good. You ever felt like somebody's ignoring you, like they don't care? No, they just ain't joining in with you, exalting that thing. But, but, but faith does not ignore what's real. Remember that. You could tell them that if you want to get back at them, but it's still not going to change anything. But some people are so religious and goofy, they'll say, oh, just walk by faith. That's not cool either. There's a scripture, I think it's in, re, in Romans, where it says treating people like that is like a poor person coming up, destitute, homeless, come up to you and say, I want some food. Oh, go and be healed. Just, just receive. Or this, this is what they release. Oh, just receive. Instead of giving them some food and some clothes. So that ain't right either. God keeps us all in check, doesn't he? So when people are sick, you acknowledge that, but you tell them you got to consider it not. You have to consider, I know you're in pain. I know this is real. I know. But you still have to remember and live out of what Jesus has already done at that cross. And them demons, that's, this is just an attack of the enemy. It's an attack, and it's a, a bad attack, but it's not fatal. Because you can consider not. And, yeah, you may have to go to the hospital. And, yeah, you may have to take medication. And, yeah, it may take some a surgery. Hopefully not. You believe for the lesser. But if you have to take medicine, you bind the side effects and bind the evil report. Amen. There's work to do in every situation. 
but still by Jesus stripes you are already healed you were healed amen so if you keep that take that stand trust me it those symptoms will fall off because they don't have nothing to cling to they won't have nothing to cling to it's on you not in you amen hallelujah and they won't have nothing to ride on and you make other people say what you say because check this out it'll ride on other people to get you and so you don't let them talk. you're gonna talk like that you can't be around here amen i remember some man i can't remember you may and his his wife was really sick it was a minister who we knew and his wife got really sick and he he filtered who came in the house they didn't talk right he said you gotta go and she was really sick and bad she had gotten out of the house but he said uh-uh, can't talk like that you getting out of here he threw people out many times and when his wife would start talking like that he would get on her no you're not talking like that you're gonna live and not die and she got her healing so if you have to make people talk right around you have to nothing to cling to amen so you have to you do what you have to do because this is life and death amen okay um jarius's daughter was not dead but sleeping and the woman with the issue was sick at the same time amen she spent all she had for 12 years but when you don't get the harvest right away it doesn't mean it's not coming amen doesn't mean it's too late doesn't mean it's too late but your blessing is on schedule hallelujah it's on schedule and so we're gonna pick up tomorrow if god give me more and i think he will we'll pick this up tomorrow amen so father we thank you hallelujah we thank and praise you we thank you father